can I do? Well, I was hoping you could run a place for you. Well, I was hoping you could today. Well, I was hoping you could run a play for us. We are in a really big hurry. Sure. What's the plate? Two nine T number. Two nine T H D zero three. Two nine. THD03. T. HD03. H. D03. D. Mm-hmm. Zero. Hey, Flash, want to hear a joke? No! Sure. What do you call a three-humped camel? I don't know what do you call a three-humped camel. Three-humped camel. Pregnant. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show must go on. My name is Roy Dunn. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Tim. Kayla, how are you doing, Tim? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Rory? You are doing great because you went to Disneyland. I did. I spent a ton of money yep. and I geeked out in the whole Star Wars area, the Galaxy's Edge. And Yeah, uh, I loved all of the nerdy <laughs> shit you posted all the time. Yeah. I Well, yeah, that's right. You messaged me and you're like, I'm loving all the nerdy shit. And I was like, I don't know if you're being sarcastic. And you're like, because it was very nerdy, like uh, through Instagram. And it was Facebook. very nerdy, and you were posting so much, but I yeah. loved it all. Well, and then Daphne also was posting stuff. So it's like, if people are friends or following both of us, then it's like their whole yeah. feed just becomes everything. But her her favorite thing, my favorite part was uh, the video that I posted of her losing her shit on the, the Ferris wheel that we we're on. Um, right. Yes. And her, yeah. her favorite part was how because I built a lightsaber there. And like yeah. when you first turn it on, I get it's like she zooms into the picture because she's like, "You look like you're five years old, opening your <laughs> opening a present." Like, and I was like, "Well, I, yeah, I guess I did because that's how I felt when I was sitting there." So it was because you were, yeah, yeah. Amazing. So yeah, it was awesome. Uh, that's great. I'm glad you did. I was very jealous <laughs> and a little disappointed. I wasn't invited, but you know, whatever. It was. <laughs> That's right. I thought I was part of the family, but I, I know where I stand. Uh, I, know. I, I mean, I did invite my brother, so I guess yeah, yeah I should have, I should have invited you. I don't know why I didn't think of that. Uh, Probably because I'm going to your wedding. That's that's good enough. Yeah, that's a that's a, a cross country trip. Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like though, uh, you know, it would have been nice to have you there because then it just would have given a little bit more buffer for my brother. He. He was uh, he was wearing on everyone a little bit, but ah, I, I understand. Yeah, yeah. Just I mean, he's, he, I, I love my brother. Daphne loves my brother. The kids obviously they love their uncle, but uh, he's a single guy who's lived on his own for a long time. So uh, he's 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 very set. So in his another ways. one of those would have really helped. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, you guys could have just gone off and spouted conspiracy theories at each other the whole time. 
uh, while the rest. Oh, of I would have loved that. Yeah, yeah, it was fun because he would just. Uh, I mean, I can speak freely because he doesn't ever even listen to the podcast. But uh, yeah, that's fine. He uh, he uh, would. Um, we would be standing in line. Uh, for a ride and he like would look at the app because you can look on the app and it'll tell you like what the wait times are for all the lines and then he'd sit there and be like you know you know this is they probably don't even make this is they just make these numbers up they just they look at where the traffic is in the park and they're like oh we got too many people over in cars land you know what let's say that the wait time for guardians of the galaxy is only 10 minutes and we can move people over there and oh we're not selling enough t-shirts over here so we're going to change the, the wait time for the ride that's beside it so people will move over there and that's just how they move people around the park you know that's it they just move all these people and i'm like sitting there like kid like first off i didn't see you researching this you didn't just like like be like, oh, hey guys, guess what I found out? You just like we're looking at this and like, oh, here's a fun idea, and then just spouting it off. And it's like, and you really think that they're moving thousands of people, or like that? The, although everyone's just like constantly checking their app, like, okay, we got to run to this other part of the park now. And anyway, yeah. And also, I just want to point out that if people aren't in one area of the park, the line, wait time is probably shorter. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's how think that's how it would work. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and then he he <laughs> my one son was a little bit nervous about going on to this one ride. So he so uh he's uh, he's 13 years old. He had gone on a lot of the rides, but this one it was a, a one it's a, the Guardians of the Galaxy ride. So it just kind of drops up and down and stuff. So he was a little bit nervous. So my brother is sitting there and this is the second time this had happened uh where he we're in line at a ride in Disneyland, happiest place on earth. And he's like, hey, I get it. You're nervous because you don't know what's going to happen, right? But he's like, think of it this way. It'll be a fun ride. And what is the worst that could happen? You die, right? And if you die, Jesus then you're just Christ. dead. And then it doesn't even matter because you just, you're, you know, you're just, you're just dead. So it doesn't matter. So it's like, so either you die and then it, it doesn't matter because you're, you know, you're just dead or you had a really good time. And I'm like, at that point, I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's like, I don't know. I'm just trying to help him out. I'm like, maybe don't bring up death when we're in line don't at Disneyland. Don't tell him he's going to die. So we, so he decided not to do it. My brother was all upset because I was trying to tell him to not talk about death to my 13-year-old son. So the next yeah. the next day we're going to get on the, the same ride because now he was like, he'd heard us all talk about it. He's like, yeah, I think I can handle this. So as we're going into it, there's a certain part where you, they kind of split everyone, like the groups up uh, to the left or to the right. And then it just changes. It's just a slightly different experience. It's basically the same ride, but the first time you're on a main level. And then the second time you go up a flight of stairs and you're on like a gangway type of thing before you get in. So as we're going up there, my brother's like, well, this is different. We're going up now. That's kind of weird. I'm like, yeah, but whatever, who cares? Right. It's just whatever. And he's like, yeah, but I mean, we're up higher now. So what does that mean? Like, are we going to like shoot through the roof now? I guess maybe that could happen. We could probably shoot through the roof. And my son's like, stop, stop. Uncle Mike, stop. And I'm like, Mike, seriously, like this is now the third time we've had to ask you to not talk about dying on rides at an amusement park. Anyway, that's nothing to do with uh, our podcast today. Just... Oh, it's everything to the podcast. This is the show must go on the podcast about theme parks. Uh, and, and, and brothers talking about conspiracy theories and death. Yeah, theme park death conspiracies. That's all we do. Yeah. Uh, 
No, this is a podcast uh, where we pitch sequels, prequels, or spin-offs to movies that never guy maybe should have, maybe could have, and then you, the listening public, get to vote for which one of the ones you would like to have seen. Mm. Uh, we had a bit of a break. Again, you went on vacation. There was a bit of a delay on my end. Uh, so we, the last episode, Lucky Number Slevin, got put up a little late. Uh, but we are back, and we have the results from that poll. Yeah. And... It is uh, very obvious that Tim Kaler won that one. Oh, wow, look at that. Yes, look, at, you're just having a great month so far, I, aren't you? I guess so, yeah. I'll, I'll, bring, it, I'll bring it to a, to a stop with this one, though. A, a grinding halt? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, so this was your choice. It was. Uh, and what movie are we doing this week, Tim? Well... Uh, because we had done so many sort of gritty, uh, dark movies, I decided to go with something lighter, uh, which was Zootopia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, completely forgetting about all of the, like, like the whole, what is it? Allegory or whatever. Yeah. About, it's a, racism. it's a whole race allegory. Yeah. That's the whole movie. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. Uh, I'm really glad I went with something that's so lighthearted. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Else, uh, uh, I take it you've seen this before. I had. I took the kids to see it in the theater, and I hadn't seen it since. And I do remember seeing it in the theater, thinking, "Wow, I really like how they did this. Like how they, you know, the the yeah race stuff." And I and I've read, like I'm sure lots of people have read about the whole problem of like when they do the allegory. But one of the key things is like, well, yeah, but these the predators, their natural state is to eat the prey, so. It mm-hmm. it falls a little bit short there, but again, also at the same time, they're saying that as a, as a whole, all the animals have evolved beyond that, and they don't really go into it much more than that. Like they don't show the predators eating like vegetables and stuff, but yeah, they do show a fish market at one point, which I thought was, I guess it was yeah, written by pescatarians. There's some weird things in the movie, yeah. that I picked up on this time watching it, yeah. Uh, when had, I also didn't notice the first time that it's just mammals. There's yeah. no birds. Nope. There's no reptiles. No, nope. no, it's just mammals. It's all mammals. Yeah. So yeah. So who knows? Maybe they, which and even with it, it's like there's the whole like some predators are also prey. Like when they were showing like the the voles, I think, and stuff like that. It's like well, yeah, those will eat animals, but they also get eaten. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I uh, I think the. Yeah, the the whole, it's always a problem when you do allegories in film because there's just so much that can that that doesn't get uh, mentioned yeah. or that can be read into it yeah. very easily. Like I think it works for kids yeah. specifically. Yes. Like it's a good allegory for kids. Yes. But as an adult, all I could think is just like remember, kids, uh, don't be scared of minorities unless they're on drugs. If they're on <laughs> drugs, they're gonna kill you. I mean, yeah, and that's part of the problem, which I, I I still do overall like the message for kids. Yes, 100%. With this movie. I think that it, that if you're just looking at it as we just wanted to give a good message to kids about equality and, and you know, uh, you know not, not judging people on their, like, the history and stuff like that. It, it's like I, I – and also generalizations and all that kind of stuff. But – but yeah, when you're when you're start to read, like when they just they'll just scratch the surface of something, like the drug thing, right? And it's like, oh, mm-hmm. so are, 
are they is this a drug thing and and it was the government that got them on drugs so are they implying that the whole drug epidemic was actually like a government conspiracy to keep uh minorities you know trapped in poverty i didn't even think of that that? angle but yeah that's another (laughs) but it's like it's like is that is that what what they're going at here and and then it's like yeah so it and even at the very beginning when it's like the that one i guess he's a fox is saying to like bunny hops no judy hops that uh yeah that you know a bunny can't become a police officer so then i was like oh i get it so the the predators are like the white people and the and the prey are the minorities and then it's like oh wait a minute no it's the prey are the white people and the predators are the minorities and then i was like well maybe were they referring to the fact that judy couldn't get on there as a bunny because bunny is it's now it's like the allegory for like sexual discrimination yeah and yeah there's a lot going on i think i think that's the problem with like watching it as like a second time and like really trying to pick up on those things as an adult. Yeah. I think it's a great kids movie. Yeah. They'll they'll not overthink no. it like we are right now. Um, no, for kids it's as like, we talked about, it's pretty plain. It's just like, well, yeah, you yeah. shouldn't treat people differently just because they're different from you. It's like, yeah, good. You got it. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and like as we said last time, very surprising that this hasn't got a sequel yet. It is, and even when you look up, because like a lot of the movies we've done, uh, when when you start to do a bit of research, is usually like either like with Beetlejuice, there was uh, attempted sequels that just didn't happen, or there's other movies where it's like we're talking about sequels or something, and this is one where it's like mm. even on the Wikipedia page it says like potential sequel, and it's like in 2008 the director was like, I think we'd like to do one, and that's it. Well, 2018. 18. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, because this only came out four years ago. Right. But yeah, it is. Like, like, so I could see, like, I'm just surprised one's not in development because I could see with the animation not one not coming out quite yet because yeah. it does take so long. Yeah. But just to not have one at all talked about in production, that's crazy because this made over a billion dollars. Yeah, it, it did really well. And it won an Oscar, didn't it? I think it might have. Yeah. I mean, I usually, usually if there's a Disney animated movie, it's at the very least nominated. But um, Yes, it was definitely nominated. I remember it being nominated. I can't remember if yeah. it won, though. Um, so, But did, maybe it's because, as I was finding, it is... Hmm. It, I found difficulty in in coming up with a sequel while still maintaining an allegory, but also like trying it to get it not become too heavy. Like, I don't, mm, did you find any? I of could that, see or? that. Yeah, yeah, mine definitely gets pretty out there, heavy in the allegory. Uh, yeah, it gets it. It is kind of difficult. But then again, I'm just saying we're not professionals. <laughs> you would think professionals would have been able to crack this by true. now. True, that is true. Yeah, how are we but not professionals again, yet? We've been doing this for over three years. How is, yeah, we've been doing this for over three years, and uh, we're not we're not there yet. Yeah. How know. has nobody like just stumbled across our podcast and been like, "Hey, these guys have some interesting ideas," at the very least? 
let's throw some money at them and see yeah. what comes out. Yeah. I mean, you're uh, in the heart prob- of Canada Because probably Hollywood. one of the episodes they listened to was like our episode where we pitched sequels to uh, Dark City yeah. or something. And they're just like, ah, oh, these guys got nothing. Yeah. Or this episode. Well, for me at least. But we'll see. Well, we'll see. Why don't we see right now? Okay. Are you ready for me to start Let's talking to you? It. I want you to start talking to me. Okay. So... So mine is Zoot- <laughs> just that exasperated sigh off the top. Yeah, mine is Zootopia two, um, uh, which I, I don't. Okay, so remember how we were talking about is it Zootopia, Zootopia or Zootropolis? Yes. Did you look into that at all? Yeah, because it was released Zootopia North America, but Zootropolis elsewhere. Yeah, and then did you see what it was in China? No. Crazy Animal City. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, I, I just thought that that was a funny little thing. Anyway, uh, so Zootopia That's crazy because that's my sequel title. <laughs> Zootopia 2, Crazy Animal City. That's wild. Uh, you were just doing one of those Google Translate things, right? Where you punch in the word and you have a translate back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so mine is Zootopia 2. So Judy Hopps is still on the police force. So is, uh, what's his name, Wild? What's the fox again? Nick Wild. Nick Wild. Nick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they're both still on the police force, but Judy has been getting promoted. I don't know. She's not chief of police, but she's like maybe the head of a precinct. Is that it? Would the chief be the head of a pre- Anyway, she's pretty high up. No, uh, it would be, uh, let me just think here. So it would be sergeant, lieutenant. He'd probably be like lieutenant or... Uh, captain. He'd be a captain. She'd be a captain. Captain, right. So I was trying, you know where I was coming from? I was coming from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I'm like, what's holding Me too. I was just thinking that. I'm just like, okay, there's the sergeant, (laughs) then he's getting a lieutenant, and then captain. (laughs) Captain Holt. Captain Hops. Yeah. Uh, So yeah, so she's, she's a captain now. Uh, Nick, Mm -hmm. Nick hasn't uh, gone, he didn't go the desk job route. He's like a a detective or, or something like that. I, I was thinking he could maybe be, I, I don't think they would use necessarily the word vice uh, because that's obviously getting into a little bit too heavy for kids, but something along those lines, like he's taking care of like mice. The, what? Mice. Mice. Yeah. He's, he's, in the, he's in the, working the he's, mice he's unit. He's undercover in mice and he would just be in the mouse city. <laughs> yeah. I'm a part of the mice unit. Uh, yeah. So that's what he's doing. So, Okay, now here's where, uh, like I was saying, it's like it's hard to do a lighthearted allegory thing, still dealing with race, but having it be a kid's movie. But I still wanted to have a message come across and stuff. So I wanted it to be about, like, police, uh, not brutality so much, but, like, the um, uh, basically, like, the racism in the police kind of thing. So... So yeah, uh, yeah. So not at Judy's level. So she's she's busy doing like the politicking side of things. Like she's got bigger aspirations. So yes, she's the captain of her precinct, but she's got her eyes are focused uh, sort of elsewhere. So she's making sure that her precinct is running, but she's looking somewhere else. So, but it, it, within her precinct and other precincts around Zootopia, Zootopia, uh, there's uh, police who are uh, a, a lot of these prey because of the, you know stuff that happened in the first Zootopia and also just in history, they're like, okay, well, we've got to really crack down on 
all the predators kind of thing, right? So it's like they they could do things like stop and frisk, or it could be like stop and pet, or whatever. And and you know, it's, <laughs> oh, that sounds much dirty. <laughs> like it works within the film, but I'm just like, Ugh, watch stop and pet. <laughs> yeah, stop and brush, stop and frisk. Anyway, whatever. Maybe just stop and frisk. It works. Yeah, but uh, and then uh, so so there's so they're starting to like at probably like the level just below uh, Judy. Is where like they're they're starting to be like okay these are these are things that we're going to start doing we're going to start you know stopping any predator at any time uh, you know or if we see young predators out at night uh, you know they're immediately arrested and brought in and sometimes uh, I don't know if we would show them getting roughed up or stuff you know we don't it's one of those it's a kids movie so you don't want it to be too real but at the same time it's like a lot of the kids nowadays are aware of all this stuff but anyways. Uh, so that kind of stuff is happening. So anyway, so Nick, while he's working his uh, mice beat, uh, mm-hmm. he's seeing some of this stuff happening, right? So he's like starting to think like, hey, this doesn't look good. Obviously, he's a predator, so he's a little bit worried about how things are starting to turn. Uh, and so he's, uh, you know, he goes to try to talk to Judy to be like, Hey, you know, there's something happening that I think you should be aware of. But of course she's like, well, no, you, you know, you don't even know what you're talking about. Like, uh, I think there would be a little bit of her like unintentional dismissiveness of him that she does in the first movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, cause she's now this bigger person and, or, you know, uh, but he's like, no, no, this is what it is. So anyway, so he starts to do a bit of his own investigation to see if this is, uh, something that's happening. Uh, and then uh, he goes to, so he sees, he gets some evidence about, uh, you know, this, like how there's actually like a, um, I don't know what the word would be, but like a. Like a policy in place? Yes. Thank you. <laughs> He's, he sees yeah. evidence that this, is, this isn't just one or two bad apples. This is actually like uh, something that's happening across various uh, precincts. And so then he tries to go to Judy again, but she's still not hearing it. So then he's like, well, now I've got to reach out to like internal affairs or whatever they would call it in this movie. Uh, and uh, so when he goes to them, then they're like, OK, well, you know, we're going to need you like we're going to bring down Judy Hopps kind of thing because she's the captain. So obviously, if this is a policy thing, she's the one that's implemented it. It's also very clear that she, you know, she was one of the people that even though she cracked the case the first time she was also the person that started the whole hysteria about predators the first movie uh so so they're like yeah okay well finally we're going to be able to bring down judy hops and he's like no no that's not what this is uh but they're like well no you know we're going to get you to go undercover and we're going to get you to help us do this meanwhile judy is like at one of her she would be at like a political thing like a citywide thing and then yeah. she starts catching wind of there are chiefs that are talking about like how much easier it's gotten, you know, when they just, and they, they would be saying some of the derogatory things that they could say about predators. Uh, and you know, they just can't, but wouldn't they be predators themselves? Cause almost the entire police department are predators. Well, but they weren't though. Like there was some, there was some, but there was a lot of really big, uh, herbivores. I guess there was like elephants and stuff. Yeah. They were both. I guess yeah. It wasn't really predators. It was just large animals. Right. Okay. Yes. There, were, there was like there was one or two like lions or tigers, but for the most part, like because the the I don't think he was the captain, but the um, I don't know, Idris Elba. Uh, the wildebeest, yeah, Captain Bogo. Yes. So he was a wildebeest, and then there was uh, there was rhinos and hippos and 
Um, yeah. Uh, I always forget and, rhinos don't eat animals. I know. Well, you see those massive animals, and you're like, well, they've got to be predators, right? And it's like, nope, they're yeah. prey. Um, yeah. But yeah, so so uh, so she starts hearing about some of these uh, grumblings about uh, how there's this stuff going on, and and of course, like even they could even do some stuff about even though the mayor's a predator because the streets are safer or whatever, then he's willing to turn uh, turn a blind eye to it and stuff. So so anyway, so then when uh, Judy goes to talk to Nick about this whole thing. Because uh, now he's already been sort of conscripted by internal affairs. Uh, she's like talking to him. She's like saying about how, oh, yeah, there's this whole thing that's, you know, department wide across the whole city and da 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 da. And, and so uh, he's trying to communicate to her, like, you know, like stop talking kind of thing, but she's like not picking up on his thing. But of course, now this is the pr- all the proof that they need, like from internal affairs. So they crack down and they arrest Judy. And they're like, hey, yeah, we're going to make you, you know, uh, an example for the whole city and how corrupt the police is uh, or police are police. Yes, mm-hmm. are whatever. Uh, and now yeah. and now I'm stuck. So now I'm like, I want like there's part of me that's like, well, so now Nick has to try and prove her innocence. But then also I don't like the whole like in such a progressive movie, we've got the male saving the female kind of thing, although she did save him in the first one. So maybe now it's returning the favor or something like that. Um, but there would have to be, and also I don't know how exactly he proves her innocence. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, but, uh, or if he just finds out that it was like another chief that was the one that was actually, uh, doing this and that it was, you know, a a couple bad apples in that it was like one or two captains around the city who were, um, spreading this around. Uh, or maybe there was someone in the police academy that was the one that was kind of starting it at that level. But yeah, so I'm stuck at that point where, uh, she's been busted and, um, and now Nick has to try and save her, but he doesn't know how and neither do I. So maybe that's just where we end it for Zootopia three. You end it with her in jail and Nick being like, there's nothing I can do. (laughs) I mean, the middle movie of... A, Forget it, Nick. It's Tundra Town. Um, uh, the middle movie of the trilogy <laughs> is supposed to be the darkest one that has a sad ending, right? So that it can be a big, happy, triumphant ending in the second one. That's that's true. So. Uh, but I feel like you're kind of... You're forcing a trilogy. Yeah. No, I've given up. I've given up. I, I got to that part for ideas, and then I was like... I, I have to say, I was like tired. I was like, oh man, how do I, that like allegories are tough. They are. Yeah. So I don't know how to unwrap it. uh, If it's just like one of those things where they break her out and then she proves her own innocence by busting one of the, yep. There you go. She, there's a rival captain who's going after what the, the chief of the commissioner job. There you go. And, and he's the one that's actually causing all the shit. And so she, uh, through Nick, she, they bust out, and then she, uh, they, they like tra- trap him the same way they did with uh, what's her name, Jenny Slate, in, in the first movie. And then uh, Miss Bellwetter. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, and then so they like 
have their whole big thing to like manipulate her and him into confessing and then they're like boom gotcha and then they can do a whole big sweep of the entire police force of the whole city and then Judy gets the the the, the cap the, the chief for the commissioner job and everyone is happy there we go fixed it fixed it you figured it out you just need to talk about it <laughs> Uh, no plot holes why aren't we famous writers yet I don't we'll get there with this one (laughs) I feel good about this one yeah Uh, well one thing I will say I was surprised that you decided oh we should just do another race allegory well I felt like you kind of have to (laughs) don't you like they've sort of set that up in the first one no, I feel like you could go elsewhere with it, like I did. I went elsewhere with it. I guess it. so. Uh, like, like, I don't know. They fixed racism in the first one, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they fixed it. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing more to mention about it. But is not good. But isn't that, like, when we're using the whole race allegory, isn't that part of the problem? Is like, you know, okay, well, this is getting very heavily political now, but, like, when... Obama won, and then everyone's like, yay, we're in a post-racist society. I mean, every white person was like, yay, we're in a post-racist society, whereas like almost every minority was like, mm, no, it's still very racist. Uh, and then uh, the proof of that is Trump. And mm-hmm. there you go. Obama is the exception that proves the rule that the U.S. is still racist. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah no, I was, I was mostly joking, of I, course, but... Yeah. That, that's probably why I had maybe a bit of an easier time than you, because I decided not to go with a race allegory. I decided to go a different route. Yeah. So maybe that's why I had a little bit of an easier time than you. Well, and I thought about that. I thought about just having it be, you know, the continuing adventures of Judy and Nick. And yeah. and they, they're out solving crimes together. And this is the fun thing. Because, I mean, that is the fun part of the movie is... Is the mm-hmm. the two of them and and like the and the different little things that they do like with the different animals and stuff like you know the sloths and the and uh, you know having that I think it was a vole being like the godfather and uh, yeah even when they're even when she's also I a, like how they literally work with a crime boss and <laughs> are basically dirty cops because they have ties with like the vole mafia yeah although but they didn't really aside from. Like, they were about to get, because they were, what was it? They got caught, like, snooping around the place. And then it was yeah. because she saved, because Judy saved the girl. Uh, mm-hmm. Then she's like, no, Dad, this is the girl that saved me. So then he's like, okay, now you're a guest at my wedding. And then, yeah. and then all she, like, so they didn't really do, like, they didn't, yes, they are, uh, what is it called? Like, imp- they're, they're friends, they're affiliated. Yeah, but they don't, like... The, they haven't done like, anything yeah, yet. Yeah, Tim. she's just like it always starts as friendship. Yeah. She's just like, well, we need something. But the, the the flip, the difference is, he owed her because he like she saved his daughter's That's life. That's true. So then he's like, well, let me know what I can do to repay you. And then instead of being like, you know, make me super rich in your criminal empire, she's like, just give me someone's name. Uh, and then yeah. he's like, yeah, I can do that. Whereas it would have been. So, but then they went back to him to threaten that one weasel's wife. Remember? Oh yeah. So now they owe he they owe him a favor. Well, so now I know where your movie's going. Now I I didn't touch her at all. I should have. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll throw it in there somewhere. But I'm just saying, 
That's where it always starts. I did. It always starts with one little favor to threaten to kill a weasel yeah. and spirals out of the, from there. But I, I did, when you, like when you mentioned that, I did find that funny that in all of this uh, stuff about allegory and stuff like that, where I'm sure some kids kind of missed it, but other kids would have maybe subconsciously gotten the message. But with the, the thing about the, the crime boss and then also mm-hmm. the drugs, I was like, this yeah. is... This is very overt. Like, this isn't a subtle reference here. Like, No. Like, they're making yeah. it very clear that this guy is a mafia boss. And now our mm-hmm. heroes are like, hey, can you help us out? Yeah. But you know what? Let's, uh, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll get into whatever my thing is. <laughs> huh. I make 200 bucks a day, Fluff. 365 days a year since I was 12. And time is money. Hop along. Please just look at the picture. You sold Mr. Otterton that popsicle, right? Do you know him? I know everybody. And I also know that somewhere there's a toy store missing and stuffed animal. So why don't you get back to your box? Fine. Then we'll have to do this the hard way. Did you just boot my stroller? Nicholas Wild, you are under arrest. Huh. For what? Hurting your feelings? Felony tax evasion. Yeah, $200 a day, 365 days a year. Since you were 12, that's two decades at times 20, which is 1,460,000, I think. I mean, (laughs) I am just a dumb bunny, but we are good at multiplying. Anyway, according to your tax forms, you reported, let me see here, zero. Unfortunately, lying on a federal form is a punishable offense. Five years jail time. Well, it's my word against yours. 200 bucks a day, Fluff. 365 days a year since I was 12. Actually, it's your word against yours. And if you want this pen, you're going to help me find this poor missing otter, or the only place you'll be selling popsicles is the prison cafeteria. It's called a hustle, sweetheart. She hustled you. (laughs) All right, we are back, and we are going to uh, pitch mine, which... I, 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 this would be Zootopia too, but in order to make some separation between us, I'll come up with some sort of, uh, I don't know. It seems like Zootopia 2 is the best title to come out, right? Yeah. So my, yeah, Yeah, just go, you can just name them Tim's Zootopia 2 and Rory's Zootopia. No, no, I like making, uh, mine's called Zootopia 2, uh, Naughty by Nature. Uh. <laughs> All right. You like that, Tim? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, because with all these animated movies, it's always about what song yeah. tie-in you can do. Uh, yeah, this one had the Shakira song. Uh. But yeah, and all those Madagascar movies had yeah. move it and uh, other ones. But yeah, so there you go. Now you got which would you go? Which one would you go with? Hip hop hooray or uh, download uh, OPP? Probably. Ooh, if I could make o- OPP something in the movie. Oh, <laughs> I, I have an idea. We'll we'll get a movie. There. A movie we'll about people cheating. One second. Also, a I want to point out. Yeah. I will be the first movie that did this because if you did not know the squ- the nut job. Two, Nutty by Nature is a movie that exists. 
Yes. Oh, is it? It's apparently very bad. That was it. that Bruce Willis. I have was no in idea. That one, I haven't right? seen either. Well, he was in the first one. Nut job movie. <laughs> yeah, I'd seen the first. Don't one. Don't get me I'm wrong. Sure. I've seen a lot of nut yeah. job movies. I've never seen the <laughs> nut job movie. <laughs> oh my god. Heyo. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, getting into my pitch. Three minutes into when we started back up. Uh, yes. So mine basically. Uh, life in Zootopia going on as usual. Judy and Nick, they're detectives. They're st- still kind of p- they're still partners, and they've inspired other like smaller prey and smaller uh, predators, just small animals, to join the force in general. So uh, they're able to police. They figured out, oh, we can police better like the the smaller parts of the city, like the the mice city, which. Like mm-hmm. I, I watched the movie. That was another thing. I'm just like, how are these all these giant cops policing the mice, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking that, like, especially the part. I mean, it was cute when they get on the train and you yeah. see like the three different levels. Uh, but like when Judy, who's already a small animal, is a giant inside that mouse thing, and like when she's chasing the weasel, and effect effectively like the weasel causes. Like if not for Judy, causes like an entire neighborhood of damage, just on a police chase. I'm like, okay, the logistics of this. There's there's do a not reason work. that voles run that part of town. Yeah, well, I think there really needs to be some segregation. There's your allegory. That's right what there. I should have gone with, right? Separate water fountains. Yeah, separate water fountains yeah. for mice. Why can't the mice go up on the upper level? Like in on that train, they had to use that little lower level. That does not seem yeah. like it's a fair. They did touch on a little bit when Nick was introduced. He was buying that giant elephant ice cream cone, and they were just like, "You're not allowed to because you're a fox." Yeah. 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 Anyways, the movie we're talk. What do you Sorry. talk about as much as we have the algorithms just make no sense whatsoever across the board. Anyways. Yeah. So they're partners. They've inspired like small, smaller like animals. So now they're they're able to police different areas of the city, basically, and they're kind of seen as like the uh, they're kind of the faces, not officially, but a lot of people know them as like the uh, ZPD, I guess, Zootopia Police Department, um, and they get yeah. assigned uh, this. They cover all sorts of crimes, and they're really good, and they get assigned a special case. They're just like, we have a missing animal, uh, again, kind of like the first one, but it's a missing animal. It's just one. Uh, his name is Herbert Terwilliger, and he is a tortoise. And, yes, we're going to be introducing reptiles and, and others into this one. And there, I think there's a little bit of prejudice against... Uh, reptiles and birds and uh i won't even touch on fish because as you said we saw a fish market so i don't want to get into that whole mess Mm -hmm. but the whole concept will be a little bit like the reptiles amphibians and birds kind of were very reluctant and didn't want to be part of zootopia so they're kind of seen as outsiders Mm -hmm. they're not well loved but this herbert terwilliger is one Mm -hmm. that 
is kind of world renowned. He's basically he's hundreds of years old. I chose a tortoise because they live for so long. So he's kind of a well renowned mm. renowned uh, scientist, uh, and he's basically working towards the uh, collection uh, combining of reptiles, uh, integration of reptiles and birds and other anim- animal types into Zootopia and into modern society. And he's gone missing. Uh, okay. so okay. they they go to his place they're kind of looking around they find a bit of a, not too much evidence they kind of see a, a address written down on like a piece of paper and they find a uh, what's it called business card for a bakery uh, that has a time written on it 3.30 time um, but before they're able to really get into it the OPP t- come in to take over now, I don't know what the OPP will stand for right now, <laughs> but because I was originally going with FBI, but because I had to change it so I could use the OPP song, um, it's basically FBI. We'll figure out how. Office of Predatory uh, Procedures. Office of Predatory Procedures. Or something like that. And all these... Anyone who works in this department would specifically be monkeys. And they'd kind of have like a superiority complex. They would all think that they're better than all the other animals because they have opposable thumbs. Uh, And like they basically see themselves as better than all the other animals. They come in and they're just like... This is too big of a case for, like, some rabbit and fox to take care of. Let us handle this. Get out of here. And they're basically kicked off the mm-hmm. case. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but they have, but they go outside. And Nick, of course, had pocketed the uh, business card. Cause he's just, and he's just like, oh, do you want to go check out this bakery for no particular reason at 3.30? Uh, so they go to this bakery, and they notice that across the street is a mega church. That's right, I'm getting into religion in mine. Very basically, because I don't know religion at all. I'm just going for broad allegory a little bit. So, this church is a naturalist church. Now, I know we saw naturalists in the first one. I tried to come up with a better word. I can't, I couldn't come up with, like, what... Uh, I really wanted what one word to kind of describe what the church is, but basically they are for the segregation. They are against like bringing birds in. They're against mm. bringing uh, reptiles in, and they basically also want just animals to separate in general. They're ag- they're in Zootopia, but basically to bring people in so that they will leave the city and just go back to their natural way of being, kind of thing. What was it? Was it eugenics? Was that the thing where it was like trying to show yeah, the genetic eugenics, yeah. difference between the races? Eugenics, yeah. Yeah, so I, I wonder if you could do something like they, they preach. Uh, well, they basically, uh, they preach yeah, like anyway. nat- natural instincts, like prey should be prey, predator should be predator. Right, okay. Kind of thing. Uh, they're kind of okay. like the Westboro Baptist Church of Zootopia <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. But they're more yeah, well, okay. res- not really well respected. They're kind of like well known, but everyone's just kind of like, oh, just let them do their thing. They're not causing anybody real harm. Um, 
So they right. go to this bakery and they show a picture of Herbert and the person at the bakery is like, oh no, I've, I haven't ever seen that, that tortoise, tortoise before. We don't get many tortoises around these parts kind of thing. And when it hits 3.30 exactly, they notice that the church, that's when a session at the church gets out. So they sneak into the church, uh, pretending to be interested in joining the church, and uh, they discover that Herbert had been there and ha- was actually setting up a debate with like uh, the head of this church, who would be an owl, I thought. Uh, just a... I don't know why. Okay. I thought owl would be an interesting animal to add to the world. And, um, so, and they hear the owl talking about oh, Herbert's missing kind of thing, and we can't find, we can't let people know what we were up to kind of thing, and so they, of course, get suspicious about this church. I'm going to rush a little bit here, because, again, there's twists and turns, but I think we've always discussed this. It's hard writing a mystery that works. I thought the first one worked really well, Um, and I, I am a little tired of the trope that, oh, they arrest one person, but really it was a good person, good guy, they were the bad guy all along. I- I'm kind of tired right. of that trope. They yeah. did in Zootopia, they did in Big Hero 6, they did in, like, that's basically like a Disney trope at this point, and it's a little tired, um, but I'm doing it a little bit, but you'll see where I'm kind of going. So, um, they, they suspect the owl... Uh, basically, they do some investigation. They have evidence that the, the owl had kidnapped Herbert uh, to stop him from like releasing some information about the church that would prove the church's beliefs wrong. Basically, because Herbert's like, oh, we can all live together. We're past our uh, natural instincts area. And he, he was actually setting up a debate with the owl, and he was going to show this evidence. But the, And so the owl thought that at first he was going to, it was just going to be like a, uh, he was going to win kind of thing. That's what Judy and Nick believe. So they finally confront the owl, but he reveals that he was Herbert's friend, actually, and that Herbert had changed his mind long ago, and that the debate was actually going to be a, uh, like, kind of a reveal that he was turning the church around and that they were changing the idea of what the church is, and that's why they actually brought the church to the inner city uh, so that they can bring people in and change their minds and be like, yes, we can live together. Let's integrate like birds and reptiles and mammals. Everyone can live in Zootopia kind of thing. So that would be, so they'd be like, well, then where's Mm -hmm. Herbert kind of thing. And the final reveal was that it was the OPP who took Herbert because they, as monkeys feel superior and they want to basically be like, they want the animals to tear themselves apart so that the monkeys can rise up and become a planet of the apes. <laughs> and they, they'd reveal okay. it. Like, I did give... There would be, like, of course, a main monkey who would be the one, like, talking down to Nick and Judy at the t- start, and, like, he would come in every once in a while when he... Uh, figures out that they're investigating on their own and be like, you guys gotta stop or we'll get you fired or stuff, whatever. And he would be revealed to be like the main mastermind. But he was never really a good guy to begin with. Nobody would really like him. He's kind of a very arrogant person. So it's not really like a full heel turn. But yeah, that would kind of be the reveal. The monkeys are the ones who are trying to 
uh, basically stir it up so that all the different animal species hate each other once again so that they can seem above it and they can be like, no, I think we should be Mm -hmm. the leaders of Zootopia now. And yeah, uh, they would figure, they would somehow expose him, of course, and it would all be good in the end and we'd see uh, like waves of reptiles and uh, birds coming into Zootopia and it would be a nice ending. Yeah. <laughs> there, well, you there you go. So mine did end up somewhat being a uh, a race allegory too. Well, yeah. I mean, yours got into the really risky area, especially for Disney mm-hmm. of religion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I basically was just like, what? Because I at first I was like, oh, I want to do like a science versus religion kind of thing. Uh, but then I'm just like, I don't like shitting on religion that much, personally. I'm just like, just do your thing. Mm-hmm. If you're not hurting anyone, I don't care. Uh, so I'm just like, ah, I don't want to shit on them too much. So I'm just like, ah, monkeys, you're evil. <laughs> and government. <laughs> Remember, government. That's what I really want to get across. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, governments are yes. all evil. And everyone 100%. Works Every single one. Uh, yeah. For the few listeners out there that might actually be upset yes. with that, I work for the government. Yeah, that's, so that's funny. That's, that funny yeah. joke is so funny. Yeah. All right. Well, those were our two pictures. That was Zootopia 2 and Zootopia 2 uh, Naughty by Nature, which <laughs> kind of works. Uh Uh, Or, I guess, at the end, they would be like, I guess we're not really naughty by nature. And... (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Well, uh, oh, the the main monkey at some point would have to be, you guys are naughty by nature, just as he's doing his final attack. (laughs) Uh. Yeah. Of course, he'd have to, yes. Um, Yeah, so that's Zootopia 2, Zootopia 2, Naughty by Nature. If you want to vote for which one of those two movies you would actually like to see, you can do so in the show notes. You can also find the poll on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash showgopodcast, on our Twitter, at showgopodcast, or on our website, thekubrickian.com slash podcasts. And hey, while you're there, like us, follow us, rate us, review us, whatever you want to do. We always appreciate what you guys do for us. Uh, and hey, if you have any feedback for the show, or if you have any requests for movies you would like us to do, you can email us at shogopodcast at gmail.com. Now, Tim. It my is favorite part my of the favorite show. part of the show. And I got a question for you. Are you feeling groovy, okay. Tim? <laughs> you know immediately what what that means. Are we, Dan. Are we We're doing, doing a, fourth, a movie? fourth movie that has been rumored for literally over a decade now? We're going to do uh, Austin Powers four. Yeah, <laughs> right. I'm interested. I'm curious. And I'm obviously I you've have. seen these movies. Uh, I watched one a few years ago, and I have watched them since I was a teenager, and they don't hold up. 
very well. They have some funny moments, no. but they are not nearly as funny as when I, can... I was 12. Um, and I have a feeling... Yeah. I Sorry? can remember seeing... Oh, I was just no, going to say, ahead. I have a feeling they're even going to be even worse on this rewatch where I'm just like, I have to write a story with all these characters. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely... Uh, I mean, some of the jokes... I mean, a, a lot of those 90s, like, uh, Michael Myers jokes didn't age well, and it's like, you can sit there and be like, well, it was a product of the 90s or whatever. But, but I do remember watching... Uh, uh, the first Austin <laughs> Powers in the theater. And it was like on, I think I went to see it like even on opening weekend. And it was like, it's kind of weird when I tell people what it was like to be in the, because th the theater was like empty and there was like, and people, there weren't a lot of people laughing. I remember going with my girlfriend at the time and, and she was like, what are you laughing at right now? Cause it was the part where like Dr. Evil is saying to Scott, like, shh, I've got a whole pile yeah. of sh here with your name on it. Like I died <laughs> laughing at that and no one else in the theater was. And then, and I remember telling people about, Oh, you got to go see Austin Powers. It's hilarious because it's like when it first came out, it wasn't just this huge juggernaut. It was just a like this a silly, fairly was that made. Was that an SNL character or was it first the movie? No. First the movie. No, it was first so. the movie. Yeah. Yeah, and it was it was all uh, it was like written. I don't think he I don't think Michael Myers directed it, but it was written by him. And like outside of like he'd had Wayne's World when he was still with SNL, but then he had a couple flops. I think he had who who mm -hmm. Soy married an axe murderer, and I think there was another one. So then when this one came out, it was just sort of like yeah. Eh. But obviously that changed. Yeah. All right. Well, that you can expect. Look forward to that or. Uh, just anticipate that however you wish uh, in a few weeks. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Thank you to uh, John Hill, our producer, as always, and thank you to Kyle Meltis for composing and performing our opening theme music, and of course, thank you guys for listening for the last three years. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Take care.